Hello and welcome to another episode on the Labumba Pastors blog. I'm Masumba Jonathan. Today's lesson is a rebroadcast from our study in the book of Proverbs. The title of it is The Condition of Mankind. And our text to begin is from Proverbs chapter 30. And Proverbs chapter 30 are written by a man named Agur, or are sayings collected from a man named Agur. We're going to read from verse 11 to verse 14 to begin. It says this, There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. There are those who are clean in their own eyes, but are not washed of their filth. There are those, how lofty are their eyes, how high their eyelids lift. There are those whose teeth are swords, whose fangs are knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, the needy from among mankind. In the book of Proverbs, many times we find statements of wisdom, which instruct us, but sometimes we find statements of observation, where the writer is explaining to us things that he sees in the world. And here we, we have this description of the sinfulness of mankind, and that is the condition of mankind. In spring 2022, in America, several shootings took place in which dozens of people were killed. A few of these events were gang-related instances between criminal groups, but there were also random shootings of civilians. One of these shootings included an 18-year-old male entering a primary school and shooting 19 children and two teachers with an assault rifle. These types of events have become more frequent in America, and they always bring up a discussion in the government and media on morality and solutions to curb such behavior. Agar's words today help us understand why such things occur and remind us where to look for the only way for change to take place in any culture around the world. Agar highlights four fundamental areas where morality should be a given, it should be automatic, but instead we find it is broken. The first is honoring parents. The second is self-awareness of our sin. The third is pride. And the fourth is compassion for the poor and helpless people in the world. In spite of the Bible saying these things being that they should be easily recognized, Agur says there are always people that live in denial of them. There are children who are ungrateful towards their parents and dishonor them instead of honoring them as they ought to and being thankful for all their parents do. Some time ago, I read an article written by a young man of 23 years of age complaining that his parents had stopped supporting him. They had put him all the way through university and he had been living back at home with his parents for a couple of years when they told him that it was time for him to leave and be on his own. The young man was so offended that he wrote this article declaring publicly how his parents had failed him in his perspective. That's the opposite of a grateful heart for what your parents have done for you. Now we could conclude from the fact that that young man wrote that article that perhaps his parents failed him at least in preparing him for the real world and being on his own. But either way, that's the opposite of what God says a child's perspective on his parents should be. On the sinful condition of mankind, Solomon once said, For there is no one who does not sin. That should be obvious, right? 
No person can say, I never do anything wrong or I have never done anything wrong. And yet, there have always been people who somehow ignore their own filthiness. There were probably no people who demonstrated this more than the self-righteous Jews of Jesus' day. When the leaders dialogued with the blind man who Jesus healed in John 9, we read this exchange taking place in verse 30 to verse 34. It says, The man answered, Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from. He's talking about Jesus. And yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. The blind man points out what is obvious. Jesus did what only a man who came from God could do. But the Jews just accused the man of being completely sinful and unable to say anything to them about this topic. There have always been proud people who magnify their own position and ability, forgetting that they did not make themselves, but they were made. And the reason they have the ability they do is because God made them like that. As Paul writes in Romans, they become worshipers of the creature rather than their creator. They worship themselves. This is what transpired in Satan's mind that caused his downfall, downfall from God's presence. In Ezekiel 28 verse 17, we read, Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. There have always been people willing to take advantage of their power to abuse the poor. Rich people have often enriched themselves through injustice to poor people. Seeing someone struggle just to have something to eat while you feast luxuriously ought to arouse compassion. Seeing an abandoned child should stir our empathy and sympathy. But we see now, as always, there are those who care not about the condition of anyone but themselves. In Genesis 6, the Bible makes this comment on the condition of man when God decided to destroy the world by flood. This is Genesis 6, verse 5. It says, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Human beings were incapable of thinking of anything except for evil. This is the problem that causes things like mass shootings, murder of unborn and born children, sexual perversion, theft, rape, and all the wickedness we see in the world today. It is the sinfulness of people. We, of course, will need more laws to try to contain this nature. But without God's intervention of the gospel, we should understand that people will only get worse and worse. The psalmist says, If you want to love life and see good days, you must turn away from evil. You must seek peace and pursue it. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none who seeks for God. 
The church must respond to the condition of the world with God's solution to that condition, which is repentance for the forgiveness of sin and being raised to new life with Christ Jesus. Jesus said this about the church's role in Matthew 5, verses 14 to verse 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Stand for truth, for this is our calling in Christ. Don't compromise God's solution. Proclaim it to everyone who will listen. God bless you all.